and just say, look, Cass, I, look, I'm, I'm sorry if I put you on the spot before about being first mate again and all. You know, I don't want any special treatment from you. If you think Fendon's right for the job, then I'm happy to be your quartermaster. Sometimes I think I'm better at navigating the seas and boat than uh, people anyway. So whatever you think is right. How long have you known me, Spitfire? 15 years and a day. <laughs> Never get told. <laughs> you think I do things without thinking through, or because I like to give people favors, or because I like to be a nice guy. Ah, and he's sort of like <laughs> Not once. It hasn't been the same since you left. You seem pretty attached to these folks, so even if it's the last time, let's make it a good one, eh? And then I just take my empty glass and just, hi, sir. Looks like you need a And then, <laughs> always, darling. <laughs> and then, and then I'll just kind of grab his forearm and just say, and about, about what I told you about, about my past before. Look, it's, it's not your burden to bear, right? I, I probably shouldn't have even told you but Amplifier, you know. <laughs> Between you, me, and the strong silent type over there, any points of <laughs> I think the three of us can carry the secret pretty well. Good. I just, I just couldn't forgive myself if something were to happen to you. I'll take care of my affairs when the time's right. So just promise me you'll not get involved. I'll keep my distance. Good. I'll just <clears throat> kind of lean in and kiss kiss him on his cheek and, and stand up. All right, you silly land lovers ready to go? And he pushes away from the from the table and looks at you all. Crumbs. Crumbs. Aye, aye. <laughs> all right. He downs the rest of his, his ale and picks up his papers and says, All right, we're off. And he walks you out the door of the bar. Um and towards the dock. Um and as you make it into the docks, it's a different set of, you know, uh, ships since the last time many of you have been there. And you pass, you know, 
a couple small sailboats and you get to a part of the dock as you round the corner there are giant like barges and you see a large uh sailing ship with three masts and you know beautifully lacquered wood and the windows are bound in like a really pretty brass um and then you sort of walk Kess walks you past that ship and like as that ship leaves your vision you see sitting next to it and behind it a very small three-masted ship that looks um i mean to be fair it looks like it is built for speed um you see uh uh it's got sort of triangular uh, uh, sails um, and all over the ship are just a very colorful cast of characters that some of you recognize from performing on the, on the stage at the, um, uh, at the beach Leviathan from before, um, you know, a parrot like our Kokra flies above the mast, suggesting knots on the tied up sails, and a golden dragonborn smokes an oversized weed pipe uh, while he passes panels of the hull. Um, and despite the very colorful motley crew working around the ship, the most distinctive feature as you sort of walk up and approach it um, is what's carved into the side. A pack of wolves are sort of almost like chainsaw art that you might see at like a brewery, like they're carved really roughly, but beautifully and artfully into the forward hull of the boat, cascading forward to a carved figurehead of a lone wolf with his head turned upwards in a howl. Um, and Cass walks you onto the boat. Um, and in fact, I've got a thing for this. So let me roll 20 you. That's a verb now. Yeah. Um, um, excuse me. Um, so basically, this map that you're on now is the is the boat, uh, the Wolf of the Fog, as you oh, from Vienna yeah. stories probably know. Can you all see this? I see a black screen of death. No. Which could be either because oh, no. if we don't have tokens you know what? there. Yeah. It's probably a combination of no tokens and also I think that I probably don't have the light turned on right. So let me just grab all of you and put you on. One second. Um, why are you doing that? How how long? Like, what's the dimensions of this ship? Yeah, the ship is probably like 70, 80 feet long, and it's maybe like ooh, like 50 feet across. It's okay. a lot more um, compared to a lot of the ships you've you've seen in the in the harbor as you're sort of observing them. It looks like it's a little bit shorter and a little bit wider, and yet the the um, structure of the sails and just something about like the cut of the ship makes it seem as if um, again it's sort of built more for speed than it is for storage or for you know a fall-on attack or anything like that. And let me just turn on, I'm going to try some beta shit here in yeah. thing. Do you now see like basically the same shift like four times over, top to bottom? Uh, no, now we see blackness again. And produce. Oh no. Do I have to give each player sight, Jonathan? It should be set up on the tokens by default. Hmm. 
But it was working before. Yeah, it is set up. Yeah, I saw it briefly. Oh, briefly? Well, like Did before when you had us on the top of the ship, that was working. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was? Okay, well then I'm going to turn off this beta daylight thingy. Can you see it now? Um, yes, now we can yeah. see everything. Yeah! Cool. The whole Hell thing yeah. for... Yep, all for four. Boots. Okay. Yay! <laughs> ah, boats, 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 boats. As, as we're walking up to her, Fiona will just kind of pause and take a gleeful sigh and just stare at the ship for a second and then turn to everyone and just say... She might not look like much, but she's the fastest fucking ship on these waters. And just start walking towards the fucking second love of her life, which is the ship. It, 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 wait, is is Keth around us right now? Yeah. All right. When, when Fiona right says that, Flint will loudly speak up and say, I don't know, she looks like a beast to me. <laughs> oh man that's awesome um and i think that i can do a thing just for your own reference there is cat yes. yes he's my favorite <laughs> i love him um so as you all make your way onto the ship, um, Kep says, well, we've got Fiona, the first mate, and only one of you thought to ask uh, what the fuck you'll be doing while we're on this uh, little voyage here. Um, and so basically walks you through, do, 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 share with the players. There's a handout here, but basically it's just the, the rules on uh, roles on a ship um he says i'm your captain uh charmed uh spitfire here's the first mate um we've got uh bosun who uh you know works on repairs and uh you know strong ones will be good at this uh, at this task if you know the ship takes any damage you'll be doing carpenter stuff um a good leader delegate. He doesn't uh, know everything. There's the quartermaster, which was, you know, Miss Spitfire's here's uh, previous role. So if you've uh, got good ability to navigate, there's that. There's the surgeon who is uh, good at healing and things like that. And he sort of looks to you, Yuri, and knowing your, the, having heard perhaps stories of your previous uh, um, adventures on the sea and says that might be one for you, but you know, teach their own. Um, and then, of course, we've got old, old mouse downstairs who can uh, make a good ship wine, but uh, uh, we also may want to cook. So, if you want to study underneath any of these positions, you're welcome to while we're at sea try your hand at any of these things. Uh, in addition, we've got you know, a crow's nest, somebody can sit in that. There's no napping, but you can watch out for land or other ships. And thanks to Miss Spitfire's never-ending persuasion, we've got two guns down below, 
as well as a nitrile catapult positioned in the aft of the ship. So if you want to be an artillerist, that's also something you might try your hand at. So those are the jobs on the boats. Uh, make yourself comfortable, and he takes you on a little tour. As you scroll around the ship, you'll be able to see this top one sort of represents the outer deck. It's a little awkward because, like, the main deck that you're all sitting on right now is also duplicated on the next one down below, but then you can also see the rooms that are sitting underneath the fore and aft castles. Um, you see uh, the first mate's quarters sort of next to the stairs right there on the upper right of the second iteration of the ship, that right there. Um, there are a couple storage rooms. There's a room that has like charts and maps and such. As you make your way down another set of stairs, you see uh, two cannons, one positioned on either side of the ship, as well as a bunch of hammocks that are hung up. Um, and you hear, you know, the, the plucking of a lute and playing on a fiddle as some of the, um, some of the crew of the ship uh, pluck around. And then the very bottom of the ship is just a hold in the village that doesn't have anything in it right now. The ship is sort of running a little high in the water uh, as you're sitting at the docks. And that's the wolf of the hog. Um, um, as soon as he mentioned the crow's nest, uh, Flint mm -hmm. will snap his fingers and uh, Nora will appear. And he'll mm -hmm. send her up and she'll fly and perch up on the crow's nest. Ah, that's a nice little trick you got there. Pretty Tell me more where that came from. Pretty useful already. Very nice. I like it. Initiative. No, really, roll it into the cape bells. And Fiona, as you sort of make your way onto the ship, you know, the different crew members greet you with various levels of enthusiasm and excitement. Um, you see swapping the, uh, the upper deck on the front of the boat, a familiar child who you met in an alleyway as he went to pick through the goods of a, of a, of a magical cart that uh, was once in your possession, um, which actually presents a good question. Um, Tarian and Flint, in terms of what's happening with Peter and Paul and Bog and the cart and the other cart, because you have two carts, what all is what all arrangements have you made? I guess we could, we can retcon stables or anything like that that you might have uh, arranged for those uh, companions. Bog is in Certain, the chest. Yeah, with they're all coming. Paul was probably left with Azor and he probably said something along the lines of you can have him. Oh, Byers or Morris. <laughs> I mean, I think he owned him for like six hours or something like that. <laughs> this is true. Uh, for Peter, I guess a better question would be just so I know what to retcon. <clears throat> How weird did everybody look at her when she just brought a horse on the ship? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to the weird looks anyway. Um, our, how long, you said like our mission is roughly a week? That's the, uh, 
that's the fastest I can imagine us wrapping things up. I mean, like, if we show up to Ruth and, and the ship is in the harbor, that will make things fairly easy. But I imagine that it might take us a, a good deal longer. It's hard to hard to say how how long we'll be out uh, looking for this boat. We've got food and supplies for, I'd say, a good two, two and a half weeks. Uh, so we'd have to come back into the into harbor at that point. But... You know, could be a week, could be two and a half, anywhere in between. Got it. Would there be space on the ship for like a horse and hay and water? And as Fiona like walks up to Kev and he sees the fucking horse, she'll just say to Kev, She's very attached to the horse, darling. <laughs> He's been like giving you Maybe. Time, like, ever since. He, he was sort of like a little suspicious when you walked out of the Leviathan and, and you like grabbed the reins of the horse. He was like, I don't know that there's a stable between here and the dock. And it's just been like more and more like furtive over the shoulder. And as you bring it up the gangplank onto the ship, he, de- he does put a hand on, on Vienna's shoulder and says, just, uh, Okay. okay. Um, has the horse been on a boat before? Horse I, I don't know, but he can kick rather hard. <laughs> and well, that's both an asset and a liability on a, a confined wooden floating ship. Uh, I just, I just look at him and say, "Look, darling, she." She's a druid like you, and I think that horse is very important to her. Maybe we could make some arrangements. Well, if she's going to handle food and drink, then I suppose why the hell not? Karin, can you find some grain for your horse? Yeah, we can, uh, wrap up. Wait, what should we do? Oh. I'm, am I? Yes. Oh, it, like, froze. Uh, <laughs> we can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, yeah. How much would it be to like retcon? I don't know. Like, we have two carts to to figure out of stuff that's on that, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, Flint has figured out his chest situation with the with the floating orb, and I imagine at some point you just kind of set it somewhere on the boat. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, well, after that initial overview, Flint would head would would start scouring the boat for wherever the uh, crew's quarters are and then drop the chest yep. there and then from what you can yeah from what you can tell the the, the uh, crew's quarters are kind of just like it's one, one thing you notice is there are there are no doors anywhere on the ship it's all just kind of like open walkways um, and so there's like in terms of privacy where you're standing in the in the aft of the lower deck is probably the best you're going to find 
and it seems as if there are, you know, uh, pillars and and hooks and things all over the place, and people are just kind of strung up their own hammocks. It's very mishmash. When when you, you say know, no doors, like out. not even to the captain's quarters or the first mates. Nope. Everywhere you look, it's just kind of like open, cut out. There are like tarps rolled up and like tied to the ceiling in case it like rains or whatnot, but there's no, everything's very open. It's a good time <laughs> on this ship, apparently. <laughs> Three of them, man. <laughs> Those hippie ass crew. The, the that I found came with no doors, and I didn't feel like putting the work in to add doors. <laughs> Is the current crew like um, spread out across? The I'm sorry, what was that, Urian? Is the current crew just like spread out across the boat, below deck, above deck, that sort of thing? Yep, some of them are working. You see, um, you see, like, a very large human woman in, like, a, <laughs> yes! like oh a my blue type dress who is, like, working on the cannons and is, like, stacking ammo and, like, oiling the guns. Uh, you see a couple folks above boards, like, scrubbing decks and, like, working on the sails. You see a couple people pouring over maps in the, in the map room. And then you see a couple people are just, like, generally thinking about and, like, playing music in the cruise quarters. Um, it's kind of a combination of, of all the things. Okay, so I guess somewhere near the beginning, <clears throat> after the captain would have like motioned towards the tradition thing, Urian's gonna use uh, thaumaturgy to enhance his voice and just make it booming. He's like, all right, if anybody's sick, come see me. If anybody had a real good time at the brothel, maybe brought something back, come see me. I don't wanna hear about it. If you're having some problems, come see me. I'll point you some alcohol, drink about it. I don't wanna hear about that either. <laughs> If you think you're cursed, I can tell you what to do with that. <laughs> Two of the ship's crew, like uh, uh, a younger halfling woman and older halfling man, sort of look at each other. They put their instruments down for a second, look at each other, and they're like, "Is is he really nice or is he a narc?" <laughs> and then they pick, and then they pick the music back up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man! You know, gonna yell. She's gonna well yell at William and be like, "You should have that thing checked out by him that you've had forever." Well, I don't know what you talking about that to people I just met. You know, I've dealt with it for years and years. You don't have to worry about. I'm trying to pull up. This is like both my greatest life's joy and also torture. Somewhere in the, my D&D files, I have like what each of these FN NPCs' voices are supposed to be. I can. For now, we're just making it up. Making it and up. I have pictures that I could probably. Oh, yeah. I've got the file with all the photos, but I haven't loaded, this, loaded them into Roll20. So uh, if you want to put them in like the Facebook message, you can use that. I just have these. <laughs> you, know, you have them printed out. Adam, are you trying to resolve something, or can we keep hitting you with random things we're doing on no. the ship? Please continue random talk okay. amongst yourselves. Randomly do stuff on the ship. All right. So, so I'm assuming we're still I'm give up looking for this after another like eight seconds. We're still. Yeah, go ahead. We we, we haven't set sail yet, right? No. No, okay. but you can tell that like the crew is starting to prepare 
Got it. Back. Oh, so that like pretty much all the crew is busy right now. Yeah, there are a couple of people downstairs who are like dicking around, but most of the most of the crew is uh, is working hard to like get the ship ready to go. Um, the people dicking around downstairs. Well, one, Flynn deposited Bog in the chest and said, told him to stay there. Um, Lovely. And then, do any of the people dicking around look like really <laughs> like timid or at all timid? Uh, as far as you can tell, um, hmm. you see a taller half-elf uh, male who's sort of uh, poring over the over the maps, um, who seems to be out of everyone the most um, low-key of the group, maybe even a little sulky. Um, and then there is, um, you see a male tabaxi who is like uh, working to like, uh, I don't know ship stuff. So he's like pulling up the anchor and he seems to be like out of everyone, sort of the most productive with a cigar in his mouth, um, just sort of like keeping to himself. And they seem to be the two less colorful of the crew. Um, CC, this guy, uh-huh. I'm assuming. Yeah. That's Map Guy, uh, he's pouring over Map and being sulky. Yeah. And then you see Smokes. Which is this guy? Um, so Flint's going to go up to the tabaxi. Yeah. Um, and he's going to say... Well, first, he'll, he'll, he, like, not trying to stop him from doing his work, so, like, following him as, mm-hmm. as he works to have this conversation. Sure. Uh, he'll say, uh, name's Flint. Yeah, smokes. Nice to meet you. And he like puts out a hand uh, to to shake, and then takes the other hand and sort of like uh, knocks the ashes off the end of the cigar. Nice to meet you. I'll give you five gold if you let me help you prepare the ship, and you tell me pretty much as sailing one hundred and one as fast as you can, and you don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> Flint Flint will pull out the money and hold it out. Well, I can't say no to coin. Come on, buddy. Um, And he's just very quickly like showing you different knots uh, and like describing the different parts of the ship. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, And it's like interspersing it with like stories of, uh, of, you know, regaling you with stories of, of Fiona's escapades and uh, different times that they've had on the ship together. And it's hard to tell whether they are like completely made up and he's in your chain or whether they're, uh, you know, realistic stories that an actual human would live through. Um, and it seems to be productive. Rogar, when they get done with the bottom of the ship, he's just going to stay down there. Down in the, like the the hold at the very yes. bottom. Sweet. I am. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to well, ask if there's anything else anybody wants to do. So here you are. How much would like three? No, nah, let's call it 
20 bales of hay, and then, yeah, three barrels of water. That is the size of a riding horse. It is a large beast. <laughs> and like, as Seth is realizing like what he's gotten himself into, he casts. He, if you're within sight, helping get the ship set up, you know, he sort of casts you a look. Um, and so we'll assume that that uh, that yeah, that uh, Peter and that and three barrels of water and twenty bales of hay take up probably like the the front third of the of the bottom hold of the ship um <laughs> and like every step peter takes is like very wobbly because like the boat is just kind of like swaying back and forth and he's like very much out of his element um but have you guys seen the road to el dorado because <laughs> 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 it is the scene from road to el dorado one thousand percent okay anyways continue <laughs> If you text Lindsay with that reference, she'll be very happy. We were on we were on an anniversary trip in Cancun, and we went to like the whatever the big temple, the big Aztec temple is near there. And she, we got back very drunk off like a thousand beers and margaritas, and she made me in the Airbnb watch Road to El Dorado beginning to end. So one of my favorites. Amazing. Anyways, continue. Yeah, can continue. Here come more barrels and bales of hay. Um, I like having a, a Roll20 assistant who's much faster at these things than I am. <laughs> Amazing. At a, at a certain point, you hear um, on the main deck a rope that extends down from the crow's nest. You see to sort of the main mast on the, on the, on the middle deck of the ship. And you just hear it start to clang repeatedly. And 
the crew sort of throw ropes off to the dock master and the ship comes free and you feel uh, you feel yourself start to move forward. Um, I'm really annoyed because Roll20 has literally spent all day trying to load this audio file that was going to be perfect. Um, and it has not come through still. But we'll just do this. Did you say um, 20 bales of hay? Yeah, you can maybe do Did half Did you Google how much a horse eats? That is so much <laughs> hay. I'm doing it, but. <laughs> I mean, they can be stacked, Jonathan. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> you can probably stack them four or five high. That's probably should be fine. So it should probably take up, yeah, four squares would probably be great. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm gonna um, clean out. I literally just moved 20 bales of hay today, so you should that that that's perfect. That sounds fun. <laughs> I mean, that'll last me, right? No idea. Yeah. No. Oh my God. That 20 bales of hay will feed a horse for probably 40 days. <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> He's gonna be the best fed horse ever. <laughs> It's D and D. The ocean is fucking dangerous. You don't know how long you're gonna be out there. Yeah, yeah. we know. So we have no idea. Where it kept downstairs, but where does it go? Yeah. It's gonna be up to you guys. I'm the. I'm the. I love how we describe what you want to do. I describe what happens. I love how we just got on this ship. We just got on this ship and we're already cluttering it up with just stuff everywhere. Literal horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as we start setting as, sail, yeah. Flint is yeah. absolutely like at the railing, holding mm -hmm. on tightly, just staring out at the ocean. There's a little package over here. Good deal. Uh, <laughs> and um, Fiona is like walking the ship, checking everything like checking the rigging checking every knot checking every sail checking making sure every barrel is lashed down and the second she sees something off she's gonna pause and she's gonna look down and just say oh fucking bloody hell and she's gonna yell for charlie and she's just gonna say charlie can someone fucking find charlie <laughs> Yes, you're right. He emerges out from behind, <laughs> like wherever he was hiding. He was like climbing down the front of the ship, like doing something, and he clambers up over the over the uh, railing. What can I do? And she's just gonna point down to some ropes, and she's just gonna say, "Charlie, darling, we've gone over this." Does that look right to you? And it wasn't me. I didn't put those ropes there. Darling, do you see how they cross over each other? Yeah. That's, that is death on a ship. Man puts his hand in that, and that goes over the side. His, finger, his fingers will be lost. His foot gets stuck in that. He goes over the side. Ropes can't cross, darling. You need to do that again. As you're, as you're 
instructing him. His his eyes sort of cast down towards your hand with the missing pinky. Uh, <laughs> and he says, yeah, yes, Miss Spitfire, I'm sorry, sorry. And he like goes to quickly fix it. And I'll say, good, darling, and I'll give him a little kiss on his head and kind of shove him off and keep just inspecting he, the ship. Just sort of nods and keeps working. Um, I'm going to walk behind Flint as he's looking over the uh, the edge of the, at the water there in the, the town receding. He'll just stop in like mid two as he's chewing bread like, nice to you, right? If we fall overboard, we're both, we're both going to sink right to the bottom. Heavy armor. Which, <laughs> you know, can't do that. And just keep walking. Uh, for, for anyone that's looking, like the, the, vein on the side of Flint's neck is just like pulsing a bit. Uh, he's going to take a deep breath and then he's going to go down to the chest uh, and he's going to open it up and he's going to look at Mog. Hey! We're out at sea, which means... Uh, yeah. And I've I've cleared it with the captain. No more chest. Listen, you take orders from me while you're on the ship. Mm -hmm. Or the captain. No one else. Yep. You don't okay. touch anything that's not yours. No touching. And otherwise, stay out of trouble. Okay, full okay, Mr. Flint. And if, and anybody, if, it, if anybody tries to kill you, just come tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Are people going to try and kill me? As, um, he's still got the uh, like Mickey Mouse from Fantasia with his hat on his head that you gave him the other day. Oh, buddy. And as he, <laughs> as, as, he uh, as he runs away from you, you hear him muttering, just like nonsense words, trying to like make it work, <laughs> like a, like a five year old, and he just like skitters away and then like runs up to the uh, up to the top deck. And those of you that are out on the main deck see like a little tiny bog goblin, and he's sort of like tiptoe up to like look over the uh, over the railing of the deck out of the ocean. Um, as you're inspecting the ship, Fiona, you you sort of take a second to, to get your bearings around the conditions and the wind is heading northwest um, at a pretty good clip. It's a pretty gusty day um, and it's overcast. It's not a terrible day. It's not super sunny either. Um, and so the crew instinctively sort of uh, as they're unfurling the sails um, tack against the wind, but it's not necessarily the direction you're really trying to go, which is sort of west, southwest. Um, and so you make your way out to sea, um, after an hour to the city of Neverwinter and the coast starts to sort of disappear. Um, and despite the fact that the wind is sort of blowing across your faces as you sort of head in this westerly direction, uh, the ship is like picking up speed. Like Tari and you are used to riding Peter all around and like getting to a pretty good gallop. Um, a lot of you who are not used to boats. Uh, are standing there like 
like it is it is moving in a pretty good clip. Um, and so Tarian, Flint, and Rogar, if you will make constitution saving throws for me, as the boat starts to sort of rock as yes. it's forward. Yes! Um, Come as a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> what? 18. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Just a 20. I rolled an 18 plus two. Nice. I'll, I'll see through the saving throw. That's plus three, right? For the fishing bonus. If you're proficient, if you're proficient in it, yeah, which for you is probably strength and con. No, my. Did I read the wrong thing? Charisma for my saving throws. Oh Oh, yeah, well then it's your it's your con bonus plus your proficiency bonus. Fourteen. Yeah. Oh, I'm five. Nice. Either way, whatever your normal con modifier is plus your proficiency bonus, so that should be plus five. Oh, it's gonna be plus four. So it's gonna be four. It's gonna be plus four. Seventeen. Shit, I wanted one of you to throw up. Come on. Um, <laughs> just give up. Come on, just give up. You're not gonna make Grogar throw up. Fiona's the only one in the bar. Chart with a tick against her name right now. Um, yeah. Out of everyone on the ship, the entire crew, everyone, uh, Rogar's sort of worse for wear. You just get like a little, like you really want some tums right now. Like you've just got a little yeah. bit of an upset, upset stomach. Yeah, sure. Bog can rule. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Driving. <laughs> right. Being a boat normally. Yeah, because um, you don't. Feel like at any any point in time you're gonna you're gonna actually yak, but you're uncomfortable. It doesn't feel great. Um, and so uh, you all are fine. Flint, you don't even. I mean, Flint and Tarian don't even notice anything really. Um, oh, you rolled for Bog. I rolled a five, which I kind of like better. Either way, <laughs> yeah. The edge, and you just yeah like. like I yeah, as he was like looking over the looking over the uh, railing out at the sparkling ocean, and then at a certain point, he just sort of looked around and just <laughs> it's just like all of his. I don't know how or what Bog eats because he spends his whole life in a chest, but whatever he's eaten in the last day or so is definitely now belonging to the ocean. He's chumming the water. Um, <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, before um, before Neverwinter kind of leaves our sights over the horizon, yep. Fiona, after checking fucking everything on the ship and making sure everything's everything's good, um, she'll walk out to the um, aft of the ship and she'll just mm-hmm. stare back at Neverwinter. And she'll take out the snow flowers that she bought and uh, she'll just slowly pick off the heads of each flower one by one and she'll throw them into the water and just Mm. listen for a familiar voice 
or just think of a familiar face and that's it. Can Flint walk up right at that moment? What sure. was he up to before then? Was he still like tailing smokes around? Uh, well, he, he tailed smokes around until they got out to sea. I'm assuming that was like, I don't know, half an hour or something, whatever time it was. Yeah. Then he let Bog out. Then he was clutching the sides. But you said this is like two hours in or something or an hour in or whatever? Yeah, at, at about two hours, I would say that the, um, the coast is like lost to the horizon. So if you want to make a perception check to see if you fear sure. while you're sort of just like observing the ocean. Uh, 19. Yeah, you definitely fear. Um, I'm going to go pee while you walk up to Fiona. Uh, oh, shit. Flynn's just going to walk up and stand behind Fiona. And as, as she's having this moment of just listening and thinking, uh, he's just going to speak up and say, not much privacy on a ship. <laughs> uh, she's going to finish throwing her last flower out and say... No, that's something you'll have to get used to, I'm sure, Mr. Dwarf. And she'll kind of turn around and face you. Is that something that you need, privacy? I think we all appreciate time with our thoughts now and then. <laughs> And why would you need such privacy? You're on a ship, darling. There's not many places to hide. Well, there's always the privy if you need time to yourself. <laughs> but if you need the time to read from that fucking skin book or whatever the fuck you need to do in private, I don't know, you can use my quarters. Sorry to interrupt about your uh, skin book and being together in the quarters, whatever. But which one of your mates here has got the uh, the disease I need to look into? <laughs> <laughs> uh, darling, that would be Willier. Willier is our gnome. He's yeah, a lovely sorry. fellow. Skin books, but he gets around a bit, and he's had a bit too much fun. So maybe just check on him. Right. I appreciate the uh, invitation, but uh, I don't think our relationship's quite there yet. So I'll be fine reading down below. And, and Flynn will walk away. Okay. Uh, 
Yep. Cool. Gary's going to go talk to a gnome about some good times. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, this is what this guy looks like. I like this guy. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> there is um, Willier. You see uh, this. Uh, it's, it's hard to tell. Like he's very old. His uh, facial hair is just completely out of control, and so it's hard to tell. No <laughs> halfling just short human man uh what he is um and he's just sitting in his hammock sort of swinging back and forth like playing uh playing on a little flute just like a little irish ditty uh and looks over to you and says what what are you up to elk man right. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep this short and simple um how long do we need to spend together as far as me casting spells, fixing your past mistakes? Fun, but still mistakes. <laughs> ah, the way I see it, there's no mistakes. There's only the things that, uh, you know, worked out for you and the fun things that didn't. Uh, <laughs> spells. What, what did Fiona tell you? Not a whole lot. <laughs> I know the life. I, I can. I could guess what happened. <laughs> well, I. Uh, I mean, every once in a while, we when we make it to the water deep, there's this one apothecary that has a, a paste that's actually quite effective. That every once in a while, I will stock up on when we're down south. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what, um, I mean, it's, it's like a combination between like boils and pimples, doctor. And I don't, uh, just you know, I haven't gone in for a diagnosis. And he sort of just starts to like trail off into, into like a mishigash of like drunkenly telling incoherent stories and like calls you by the wrong name several times. Uh, like an hour, an hour ago. <laughs> Whatever is well, Kirsten's favorite NPC on the ship is just the last one that talks. <laughs> Let's narrow it down. Um, Do you ever have the overwhelming urge to smell a cat? <laughs> to smell a cat? The last time I saw a cat was, oh, when we were on the Moonshay Isles, I was with this cat and she had like six cats in her house if you know what I'm saying and uh no, <laughs> no. Right. on cat <laughs> you ever and based, you ever based your... on the smelling cat you get the sense that maybe a lesser restoration would put young warrior out of his uh out of his pain at dusk and dawn can you hear the color purple <laughs> <laughs> only when um... I have enough to drink that's right. Eat them all. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn oh. lesser restoration tomorrow instead of one of my spells. 
instead of something useful, you're going to. <laughs> I feel like this could be on DMD. <laughs> instead of learning a useful cleric spell, I learned the lesser restoration so that I could heal an NPC's SPI. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Oh. <laughs> the prayers to your god in the morning are very disturbing. <laughs> Ray's ears are scarred with so much debauchery. Oh man. <laughs> what what time what time is it? Is it like getting evening? Is it It's like the late afternoon, early evening, yeah. And the city has fully receded into the into the horizon you were just like especially to flint and tarian and and rogar you're staying down beneath the beneath the deck in the hall i presume yes yeah so to, to tarian and flint it's like every direction you look you cross the deck you walk to the aft you walk to the fort and it is just water in every direction that you can see the sun has at this point sort of come out and it's sparkling off of it and it's you know, there you go. It's something to be What's that? Flint, oh, good. Well, Flint will uh, try to go find the captain. Okay. Um, you see Kath up on the uh, up on the um, aft deck, uh, hanging out behind the uh, wheel of the ship. Uh. At the helm, oh, at, the, at the aft, by the helm, terms Flint learned from mm. Smokes. Yeah, <laughs> and Google, probably. Um, <laughs> you know just as much as I do, which is the, only what I Google. Uh, Flint's going to um, walk up to him and uh, we'll, we'll summon Nora to his shoulder. Um, as he does, and he'll say, uh, Captain, I've got some, some services I could offer. Uh, I'm listening. First off, this owl of mine, I can see through mm -hmm. her eyes. So if you need someone scouting even higher up than your crow's nest can go, easy, easily mm -hmm. done. Uh, second, got any uh, lines that need repairs or sails that have some small small tears, less than like a foot? I'm also uh, okay. Got some magical mending that I can do as well. So, well, you continue to prove yourself useful. I do think. Uh... You know, one of the uh, drawbacks of this beautiful vessel is the uh, our main mast is only 40 feet high, which, you know, limits what you can, limits the distance you can see to a certain extent. But again, speed is the name of the game when you're in our line of business. Uh, so that will be much appreciated. Um, I mean, is it like a... Is it, is, is it like an actual, and you sort of look through your shoulder, is it an actual owl? You know, is anything real in this world? 
Wow. Did Smokes give you something a little extra there, bud? <laughs> Listen, it, it's hard to say, but uh, he'll he'll hold it he'll hold it out for uh, Kath to poke if if Kath wants to. And he sort of like gives it a little scratch behind the ear. Um, Interesting. Different but it's the same magic than mine, but it's a welcome service. I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, and, and he'll snap his fingers and it'll disappear. Um, and he'll say there's <clears throat> parts of it, aspects that are like an owl, other aspects that aren't. Handy that it can't really die. So it's got that going for it too, which is nice. Uh, so he gives you a knowing look and says, "Have you heard of the curse of the black pearl?" <laughs> the rules are more like guidelines. Uh, <laughs> so uh, look, if if you'd like me to do lookout, I'm happy to go. Perfect. Sounds great. Uh, Flint will go out to find the most comfortable looking seat that he can on the like main area and we'll just have a seat. He'll send Nora up a hundred feet and he will periodically pop into her vision to take a look around and then periodically just come back and but he's not like sitting comfortably. He's like sitting at attention. Yeah, um, exacerbated by the fact that on the main deck, most of what you find are barrels, crates. There aren't like really seats out on the main deck, so it's not super comfortable anyhow. Um, go ahead, I guess, and make a perception check with advantage because Nora can see real good. Uh, she don't. She don't see good. Um, that is a not great. Uh, uh, 10 plus 13. There is lots of water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and high as Nora can, as high as Nora can comfortably climb, which God, the number of Google searches that like, I feel like I'm having to do these days. Like how high can I, owls go? I don't know. Um, <laughs> There's lots of water from her from her sort of comfortable flying height. She can see out back to the land that you just left, back to the coast. Um, but it's it's tough to make out details or anything like that. And for as far as you can see, there are a handful of other ships that look like they're heading off in different directions to or from Neverwinter. But that's about it for now. At this point, you're probably a good like four or five hours. Uh, away from port. Uh, once uh, Fiona's figured out that all the crew's good, they're doing what they need to do, everything's settled, and the ship is sailing the direction it needs to be going, uh, she's going to start drinking and go find Darton. What is Darton doing right now? Mm -hmm. Listening to all these new words. <laughs> and here again, huh? He's just running around with the helmet on, just listening to every conversation. 
what are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? <laughs> uh, so Darton is on the uh, the cannon level, right? Right. Uh, so across from one of the cannons between two of the, I don't know, like a skeleton of the ship, uh, he's strung up his own hammock uh, that he bought before coming on because uh, he knew we were going to need that. And his new armor is a little heavy um, from what he's <laughs> used to, so he's taken it off and stowed it under his hammock. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he's just chilling. Tell us. Uh, not wearing the helmet of comprehension, but yes, wearing the crown. No. Yes. Yes. Wearing, uh, like, Jack Sparrow vibes. He's literally just wearing, um, like, common pants and his crown. Like, no, just showing his hand. Yes. So, Fiona's going to kind of lean up against the wall and just just kind of watch him for a second, drinking out of her flask, and then I'm going to cast Speak with Animals on myself. And... Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm just going to say... Oi! Darton! So the... Uh, the fanciful dawn, eh? Heard of it? Hi. That's a ship, isn't it? And then I'll just say, I saw it once. Thing Where of beauty. What were? Where might that have been? <laughs> Far up north. Yeah. <laughs> but I've heard that sailors spend their whole lives dreaming of joining that crew. What made you leave her? Um, well, we, we didn't leave by choice. <laughs> were you kicked we were off just... then? No, not at all. Uh, no, we were just docked for supplies the, the day we were taken. So your ship was close to Neverwinter then? Yeah, the night we met. Was she docked in Neverwinter? This is where we got taken, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, then, uh, yeah, it was just going to be for the night. But then we all woke up in cages. And you don't know where the dawn went? She doesn't speak. 
English. <laughs> he just kind of got on the ship and it went wherever Urian lied about it. <laughs> <Yeah. It's> going. <laughs> you want to keep using this fact that ships are real small and just be like standing right behind him, like, are you guys talking? How are you talking? <laughs> Do you want to get wearing... back on that cruise? Are you wearing pants? <laughs> it was it was an easy life. I got loud. Hmm? Sorry. And then I, I'll just kind of walk closer to him and just ask, why do you have two rings tattooed on your wrist instead of one, darling? But it's going to be good. <laughs> this was actually her plan all around was to get you trapped in like a 50 foot cube with her and then just ask you all the questions <laughs> <laughs> hashtag truth uh, <laughs> Disappears. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. They just randomly disappear. <laughs> no, Tara said I should start with parking. <laughs> um, he said because I, uh, I had earned some responsibility. And what does responsibility mean in the coalition? <laughs> I've been around long enough to show newcomers the ropes. So it's just a mark of authority, rank? How many fuckers you've killed? What is it? Uh, rank. All right. One, one circle is new. Two is not so new. And do you ever want to go back to the coalition? Uh, Darton's just in a hard stare at the ground or the floor. Oh, shit, there's no ground. Um, <laughs> I imagine he's still just like in his hammock, like just like going back and forth. No, it's got real serious. Um, I'll. Uh, slowly bring his eyes up to her and say, I never wanted to be there in the first place. Do they have some leverage over you? 
Well, what made you stay? Sometimes. Now that is something that I can sympathize with. Did they force you into it? Or did you just not have another choice? Um, some families don't have a lot of options back in the wood. Do you mean like money? Are you trying to support your family? It certainly helps. And are you still trying to do that? Are they still around? Not that I would know. Not for ages. Do you want to go back? Is that? Would that help you solve things? Um, going back isn't an option. That's why I ended up on a ship. So you're telling me that you have family that you're trying to support in your homeland, but you can't go back. And you don't even know if they're alive. Well, it sounds complicated when you put it like that. <laughs> Amazing. Ah, it does sound complicated, darling, but listen, this is the first time we've ever spoken. But you're a valuable member of this little crew. And look, I, I don't have a family anymore. And I understand So if I can help you get out from under the coalition thumb and go back and find your family, 
I'd be happy to. Okay. That could be dangerous, but it would be appreciated. <laughs> well, I uh, I hope you know by now I'm not afraid to shed a little blood, darling, for people that I care about. <laughs> and then I'll turn to walk away, and then I'll just turn back and just say, listen, um, in your time with the coalition, Did you did you ever hear of a man, a very attractive man, his last name is Speckhart, certain roll a history check. <clears throat> Oof. <laughs> uh, yeah. that could be a 10. Oh. The hardest role for a DM to adjudicate. So subjective. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna text you a thing. Oh. <laughs> Hold, please. Hold on, text. I zoomed, I zoomed it to you. Sounds familiar, but I've been around a fair number of places over the last couple of years, so I wouldn't know from where. And she'll just kind of look down and say, well, if you remember anything, you just let me know, all right? And then... Uh, I'll also, as I walk away, just say, and maybe just go talk to that druid, eh? At some point. And I'll <laughs> You're the only one left who can RP in. Like. <laughs> just, she always had an earshot. You ain't going to turn to dark deck. You told me those tattoos for your two wives, and that's why you ran. You want to <laughs> 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 I fucking overhear that, or is that in fucking bullpen? Oh, man. Amazing. <laughs> oh, I thought we were friends. <laughs> Flint yeah, is going to... Small. You can hear everything. Uh, <laughs> Flynn's gonna go start searching the, uh, not searching, but like investigating, like leaving Nora mm -hmm. up and flying around. Uh, he's gonna go investigate 
the floor with like where he left Bog, and then also the like bottom, the hold, I guess, which is where mm -hmm. the horse is, and is Rogar down all the way in the hold? Um, so he, he's just getting a lay of the two floors, uh, coming down to the bottom and seeing Rogar, he'll say, what are you doing down here? It's all dark because there's no lanterns down there, right? It's just. Yeah, there's like there are like lights coming through the uh, the cracks of the ship as the daylight is there, and this is actually a good point. And John, this is where it'd be so great to be on your account because then I could add a lantern down there as well. I didn't think anybody would go to the hole, but it's starting to get a little dark, and you notice as it gets darker that like there are lanterns hung up to the mast where it sort of makes sense for there to be light as it starts to get um, dark and as the sun sets over the horizon, night starts to fall. And there's, you know, small fire gas lanterns that are, that are sort of designed to light up the, the rest of the decks. But we can, we can assume that it's just moonlight and the ambient light from upstairs that comes down on into the bilge where you're, where you're hanging out. It's quite dark down there. Okay. So what was the question again? What am I doing down here? Yeah, what are you doing? What, what are you doing down here? I enjoy my peace alone. No one bother me down here. Hmm. So you're gonna stay I down have, here. I, I do have the axe I bought, and I'm etching stuff into the axe. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna stay down here the whole time we're on the ship. Unless I'm needed. Yes. Can't blame you. Uh, at least you get the horse to keep you company. <laughs> Good conversation. Good conversation. Uh, and with that, Flint will go back up to the floor above. And is it fair to assume that uh, on roll 20, what is this space over here? Oh, yeah. and Fiona is so going down there. <laughs> This is where um, my my time investment in World Twenty had to be, you know, metered out in certain ways so that we could actually, you know, eventually like roll some dice and kill some shit if we get there. Um, what I kind of assumed is that this back here would be this aft space would be like a pseudo kitchen oh, back here? valley situation back there, and then up here would be an extension of the crew quarters where more basically this entire sort of gun deck is also doubles as where everybody's tying up their um hammocks and and sort of making their living quarters it's kind of a big dorm room type atmosphere great then so unless you've tied up a hammock up there or something the hammocks that were pre-existing on the map were enough to accommodate the crew that already yep. exists on the ship nope um, in that so case yours to use however you'd like yeah, in that case, next, Flint is, oh, come on, roll 20. Don't be broken. Don't uh, be broken? Yeah, here, I'll, I'll, I'll get it to work. But in that space up there, mm -hmm. Flint's going to uh, pull out his tent and set up his tent in that space. <laughs> oh, my God. So Okay, so as... <laughs> As he is doing that, Fiona's gonna like walk by, 
And she's going to drag Bombardier Rose, who's standing, like, right there. And she's just going to, like, tap on Flint's shoulder as he's building his fucking tent and dragging Bombardier over. And he, she's just going to go, like, have you met Flint? And just walk fucking away because they need to fucking meet. I love you so much, Kirsten. I originally told her that her voice would be Mrs. Cronkle from Mrs. Tilda, but I don't know how to do that on, on command. <laughs> and as like as she's walking away, she's just like giving Flint the finger behind Bombardier Rose. <laughs> like, good luck, fucker. <laughs> so when I say character, can you see all their shit or just like their little token? How do I do just, that? Just yeah. their token. We we just see their token. Oh, cool. Oh, so well, wait, wait, wait. When you, when you share a character? When I show Ooh. a player. Oh, that'll, that'll show us all their shit. Her. Here, Adam, if you want to show us the picture, uh, click on her and hit Control Z. Yeah. Hit, click on her and hit Control Z. Well, that's undo. That makes no sense at all. It, I think Z so. Is in it depth. should be. Oh, sorry. Maybe it's Shift Z. Yeah, sorry. It's Shift Z. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah, Shift Z. Okay. Ow. There you go. That's oh, it made it so much bigger. That was totally worth the interruption to irregularly scheduled programming. This woman is like fucking flaccid, lat, torn, like very muscular, and is like busy working on the guns and has like cannonballs strapped <laughs> on her belt around her waist and is wearing like oddly for some reason is wearing like what you would see at like you know a burlesque show. And she just says, what's this here? What's the twist? Are you a dwarf? Did she say, are you a dwarf? Yes. Oh, are you a dwarf? I've never seen one in real life. And I've never seen one of you either. I don't know that anyone's seen one of me. Uh, he will uh, size her up and down and say, nice guns, and he'll keep putting up his tent. I see you've got nice guns as well. And she comes up to like, sort of like reach to like touch your, due to your magical enhancement, very like muscular on her arms. And she just like, reaches down because she's probably like six foot one reaches down to like sort of stroke your stroke your bicep <laughs> Flint will take a deep sigh <laughs> Fiona's just literally like watching this out of the corner just laughing her ass off Fiona make a so hard Fiona make a <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, that's a two plus things. So um that's an eight. <laughs>
Flint, you see, like, very obviously peering around the corner, like, right over here. You see Fiona sort of, like, around the edge peering at you and, like, looking very interested. Um, Flint, I'm assuming that this woman is kind of, like, behind Flint a little bit. Yeah, sure. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna like, reach if up. If Flint is, I don't know what Flint's token is. You're setting up your tent, and she's basically like between you, like you, you're between her and the tent right now. Yeah, like we'll right say we'll yeah, say it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. he will reach down and grab his the uh, the crystal focus that he wears around his neck, mm-hmm. um, and he will with his other hand make some motions with his hand. And uh, about behind them, uh, there will be a sound of like uh, coins falling on the ground, maybe like 10 feet behind her. Behind, uh, like over by this cannon here? Yeah. But, but like the uh, uh, sound of like a lot of coins falling on the ground. A lot of sound. Not just coins, but a yeah, lot of yeah. coins falling on the ground. <laughs> you feel her hand retract from her, uh, from your bicep, and she says, oh, what's that, then? And she turns well, around I, and doesn't see anything yeah, and looks back well, and forth. Well, uh, approximately sometime within the next six seconds, uh, when she looks over there, there will be a pile of gold in a approximately five-foot cube at the base of her cannon. <laughs> Well, join me with new crew members come new riches. And she like heads over to like check it out and goes to scoop up the gold in her hand just like runs through it like it's like a projection or a hologram. And she sort of looks up at the ceiling. And then I I did make a character sheet for her that you can all somehow now see and I'll have to undo that. So I need to know what her intelligence is. I mean, um, it's very important. It's definitely not me stalling for RP reasons. Well, it, oh, it, plus one. So uh, she's physically interactive with the illusion, so she knows it's an illusion. But I'm trying to put together whether she knows that somebody would have cast. Which, which is fine. Flint will Flint will walk past Fiona, heading back up to the the main deck. Um, and as he walks past, he won't even turn to look at her. He will just say under his breath, "Game on," and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> As you make your way up the stairs, you hear behind you, I'll be making a deeper acquaintance with you later. Okay. Uh, I have no <laughs> idea what you just said. Like, look, look yeah, I have no idea <laughs> what you just said, place. and I'm going to assume Flint has no idea what she just said. <laughs> yes. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> Um, okay Um, night has like we are firmly into the evening now so at this point you know the crew is sort of drawing straws over who will take the who will take the night shift to sort of keep watch but things are starting to slow down a bit and uh Unless there is anything else anybody would like to do, uh, 
this evening. You spent, you know, the better part of, I don't know, 12 hours at this point uh, off, off coast on your little boat. Uh, Flint will spend four hours in the evening studying spells. Yurian's going to read All the right. shit out of alchemy book. Yeah! Yeah, boy. Um, very good. Um, and the evening I rolled for it, the evening goes uneventfully. Do any of the things that a long rest enables you to do, you can take a moment to do that now. Um, in the in the morning, Fiona's just going to go and do a quick horizon check with her spyglass. Um, make I would say your choice: perception check, survival check. As you sort of are you more like looking for stuff, or are you more like looking to see whether you're on the right course? Just both? just checking for sales or. Uh, land masses, but mostly just sales. Cool. Perception check. That is uh, that is a 14. 14. Okay. Um, with your spyglass, you don't see um, anything of interest. Mostly just flat horizons. You know, small island here or there, but nothing that doesn't show up on, on the charts and maps. Um, this is the next morning. This is the next morning. Um, uh, Tarion, is there any point in the morning where Flint and Tarion are both up on the deck? I would say yes, because I wanted to investigate the water and see if I can see anything. It's a very new experience for me. Um, Flint, Flint will find you on the deck, or you will find Flint, either one, by the railing. And uh, Flint's going to turn to you and say, uh, hey. Hey, watch this. And he is going to uh, grab his arcane focus and speak some words. And 60 feet out into the water, just like about eye level with where we are, a flaming sphere, just like the one that you summoned before, will be floating there. And he'll just be kind of like holding it out there. And he'll just go, eh, eh? <laughs> um, and yes, he burned a second level spell slot to do that. <laughs> such a uh, such a show off. Oh, that's great. Um, that note, Yurian's um, gonna walk up to the gnome. And she's like, all right, what the gnome say to the servant? 
I don't know what. I mean, get it on my NBC voice next time. Bless the restoration and say thank you as they walk away. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And then he sort of like looks down. <laughs> and he looks down. Uh, thank you, too. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> New crew members always bring good cheer and joy. And then he like goes back to being passed out. <laughs> Uh, as, as that, I'm going to cast a cantrip of produced flame in my hand and just kind of like, you know, dance it around a little bit and then blow it towards his face so it kind of puffs and he can feel the heat, but just, you know, kind of disappears. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think it'll have enough to catch his beard on fire, but it, he would definitely feel warm. I've never Make been more on a this campaign until now. Eight. 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 Um, uh, Flint, roll a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> oh my god, and his beard really catches on fire. Oh. <laughs> Is it a dex spell works, but I'm doing it. It's not how the spell works, but I'm doing it this way anyhow. Your intention wasn't to hit you, so it wouldn't make sense to roll a, 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 an attack, but you have to get out of the way. That would be one. <laughs> uh, I rolled a two minus one. Oh, man. I rolled your damage, and it's just 1d8 plus or minus nothing. And so you take two fire damages, like your cheek and just the edges of your beard, the beautiful braids oh. of your beard, just sort of like oh. and catch a little bit of fire and you're like, oh. It's sort of like when you stick your hand into like a pot while you're making food and like the oil spat, like baking grease spatters up on you, like it hurts, it might leave a little bit of a scar, but this doesn't, doesn't actually matter all that much in terms of substantial damage, but it doesn't feel good. Does pure light regrow that? Um, when, <laughs> So he was, try. He, he was, when, when he was like showing her the spell, he was grinning. And like, as the, as the flames like disperse across his face, as they go back and you can see his face again, he's grinning even bigger. And <laughs> he'll drop the spell and say, uh, this is some cool shit. Learned it out of that uh, spell book from Glassstaff. A lot of interesting stuff in there. Um, then I'll say, like... Well, like, like this. You didn't have to study... You didn't have to study any book to get that. Um... You know, you know, as I as I said before, I I've got to work hard and study for the magic that I can do, and 
you seem to just have a more natural inclination for it. So don't understand why you're interested in my path when you have your own path. Uh, but yeah, the other, the other stuff in there is going to take me some time to figure out. So I'll, uh, I'll show you new tricks as I get them. Let me know if you want to practice any more spells that I might know. Uh, I will. I, I, I want to figure out, I want to focus on what's in this book for a while, but uh, I'll, you were a good teacher for, uh, for the thunder spell, so I'll come back. Is there anything in that book on portals? Hmm. Uh, Flint will uh, pull out of his wherever this book and he'll say, mm, Out of his wherever. Out of his portal. Uh, <laughs> no, not much about portals. There's uh, a lot more about summoning things and raising things and. Not much conjuration, teleportation. Where are you trying to get to? I'm not sure yet. Usually I find it best to uh, know your direction before you start marching. That's why I haven't left yet. Plus, the last time we uh, followed a rat through a random portal. <laughs> Figured I'd get used to him while I could. First time to see? Yeah, I don't hate it. It's kind of natural in an unnatural way from what I'm used to. Uh, Flint will look, look out across the ocean and just say, uh, it's an incredible sight. It makes you feel small. Go ahead. <laughs> nope, nope, what I have to say is not important. Go, go, go. One will say, definitely makes you uh, feel in awe. That's for sure. Um, I would say, yeah, I really didn't know this part of life existed. I heard about it. You grew up in the woods? Never saw the ocean? Yeah. I've seen it, but just from land. I never really knew how far it went. Sorry, I, in my head now I have all of the lines from Moana playing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I didn't try to load some of that music into this place. <laughs> Um, oh my god, now I'm envisioning Flint singing How Far I'll Go, and <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, need, need, needless to say, there's uh, nothing like this in the mountains. So, how many times have you been at sea? Uh, Flint's gonna take a good long stare into her eyes and we'll say first time but that's between me and you I don't know why that needs to be a secret but <laughs> I love Tarion so fucking much <laughs> Drama in my life. I respect that. You think that's all I got? Yeah. Instead of Flint out. walking, instead of Flint walking away, Flint will stand where he is and stare at the ocean. Yeah, I was gonna say we kind of our conversation just drifts into both of us staring at the ocean and contemplating what's ever in our heads. I think these are the two characters that would not find that awkward in the slightest. No. <laughs> I love it. While you're so good. Contemplating. Uh, with a new day comes a new constitution saving throw. Uh, oh. And then they just both, both, <laughs> both you and both were both right now. Oh how God. I roll for weather. Please make them both throw up. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh. What's the DC we're trying to hit? Or do we know? Uh, for first timers, 15. Eventually it will come lower. Well, I rolled a six, or I got a six. <laughs> oh, buddy. As he was staring out to sea, he just projectile. <laughs> yeah, but wait, wait, what about Tarion? What about Tarion? Oh, uh, 17. <laughs> yes, yes. So fast is fine. <laughs> As you have this conversation, it's, man, like, like within both of your souls, there's just a stirring and like the ocean is so beautiful and you feel, as you start to notice the weather around you and the silence takes over, the, the sails, whereas before have had to be sort of tilted at angles to, to try and very carefully harness the wind that is blowing in the wrong direction. The wind is fully at your back now and the sails are squared to the front of the ship and as they as the mass turn and things start to start to be arranged in the right direction the sun keeps out behind a cloud and the ship just starts to take off and you are hauling ass and as you look out at the ocean when and you shift your focus from another person who's on the deck to looking out at the, just the vastness of the sea there's this beautiful moment between the two of you and you just over this sailing just in whatever direction you feel Flint would do it. I mean, he's a little short, so there's lots of options. He could, like, be, you know, bent like a, like, 
How do you want to do this? Over the, over the railing. Yeah. How do you want to do this? I like to think that I like to think that Flint would just be like the camera's looking at Flint and he's just standing there appreciating this moment. And then all of a sudden he just goes and then it's just cheeks go and then he <laughs> The best part of this is John is the most seasick person I've ever met. Um, so I can oh. completely understand what he's going through. Oh. John, uh, John is- and Adam and Lindsay have been in Alaska once, and we took like a little like whale cruise to like an island, and there was a buffet, and we turned like the ship did this ridiculous turn to get to go see a whale that was over by like one of the fjords. And we turned and took on our own wake. And I just remember standing there being like, yeah, this is uncomfortable. And then looking at John and Lindsay on the side of the ship, and Lindsay just turned and said, this is what taking on your own wake feels like, John. I would like yeah. with his front chest in his pants and his and his like his right yes. the other side. Just like yes. strolled by. And <laughs> he's very aware that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of adjusts his crown and keeps walking like fucking amateur. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. Important questions. Did the captain or the crew see this? Oh yeah, this is a good question. Yeah, and, yeah, and he rolled did. a 19 for perception, so he's definitely like, I like to imagine that maybe in the, in the map, you guys are sort of like standing on the, um, on like the main, the main yeah. deck here, and he's still just behind his wheel, like running the ship, and he just sort of glances over and sees it going on and just kind of gives himself a little nod. Uh, um, and go, go for it. No, no, you. Well, I was going to say, it's uh, enough to kind of break my daydream from the ocean. And I, I assume I'm standing pretty close. So I'm just going to give a, a pat on the back and say, people <laughs> safe with me and just kind of head down to check on Peter. The other important question is, did Fiona see this? I was going to ask that next. Yeah, well, what would, be, what would Fiona be up to? I'm going to guess it's like 9, 30, 10 in the morning at this point. I was going to go early. I was going to go check in with Kath, honestly. So I would have been probably okay. up near the ship's wheel at that point, like walking up to Kath. Make a perception check. All right, let's do this. Let's dance this dance. Uh-huh. Let's use the ranger. Ranger dice, yes! Ranger dice never lets me fucking down. Okay, um, that is a 24 perception. <laughs> yeah, every chunk is blown out of one's mouth, you know this. Nice. <laughs> um, and he is, where is he? So I'm near Kath right now. So I'm like over here. Yeah. 
you have to like actually part of your part of your good perception check is you're sort of like walking around and up the stairs right as it's all happening. <laughs> so like I'm like right here as it happens. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh man, you can, you oh, can buddy. hear it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Oh. I would just walk up. <laughs> and that's where we end. What happened in D&D this week? Oh, some people are. There was shopping and there was harvesting. <laughs> and and uh, an elk cured a gnome's STD. You're welcome, everyone. She's just gonna walk up and kind of lean up like on the railing and not say anything. Uh, I'm assuming if if she's like me leaning over the railing, Flint can tell that she's there even without looking over. And he he's just gonna say, "This is." <laughs> Oh my god, it's so hard not to just end the session right there. No, seriously, like, what the fuck? Oh my god. She's just gonna. Go ahead. Nope, nope, you, you, you. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. She's just if it if it was actually the starboard side it'd be fucking amazing, but it's not. He got it right. Um <laughs> and she's just gonna hand him her flask and say drinking helps. And then she'll say, first time on a ship, mate. Uh, he will take the flask. He will take a... He, he will take a big sip, and then he'll keep going, making eye contact with Fiona just long enough to make it annoying that he's taking that long of a sip from her flask. <laughs> um, and he'll hand it back and he'll say, uh, takes a few days to get sea legs. Hi, it does. And then, <laughs> uh, to say it's, it's a bit different than being under a mountain. 
floor moves all the time, darling. Where did this come from? Oh. That it does. And then she'll, did she, you gave her the flashback. She's just going to take the flask and she's just going to fucking walk away. And she's just going to drink out of the flask, finishing the rest of whatever the fuck's in there. Yeah. Uh, Flint will go back to his seat on the crate and uh, go, he'll, he'll put himself up in Nora's eyes, hoping that that will make him feel less present for the seasickness. Good call. Uh, make a prayer reception check with advantage. Uh, 22. Oh, shit. Um. Oh, well, there it is, boys and girls. I thought it would take a couple days to get here. Um. Uh, here that you see a single message ship with the 22. Um, it sails. It's tough to tell whether it sails or furled or whether uh, it just doesn't have sails. And it's just, you can feel the motion even, um, even through Nora's eyes. You can sort of feel the motion of the ship. And something about that signals to you that this ship is not moving and it's just sitting there lifting gently at sea and the waves sort of move it back and forth. But it's making no progress of its own. Wait, wait, our and ship or the ship I'm seeing? You see a ship off near the horizon. It's probably a good, it's a, maybe a couple dozen miles off. And in fact, because you rolled so fucking high, you can tell that the mast and the sails on this ship are pretty poor, pretty badly damaged. And, and the one in the distance is the one that's not moving. We're moving normally. You are moving very quickly, and okay. it's like almost that sense of momentum that gives you a sense that this ship is not moving at all. And uh, any sense of how given our speed and like how far away we are from a time perspective? Mm. Maybe a couple hours with the way that the ship is currently moving and that um, and the way the winds are arranged right now. Two, three. Uh, tell. Great. Flint will uh, use thaumaturgy to the booming voice call out to the captain Captain, ship on the horizon, not moving. Does Fiona hear That's this? That's where we're going to end. Oh, no! Oh! Oh! Damn it! Oh. I want to say something so bad! Ah! We'll say okay. it. We haven't left the them. Say a thing. No, 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 it's good. We will, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. Cause if she hears that, she's going to react super strongly to that shit. All right. 
Good deal. Ah, guys, this is so much fun. Dude, I learned so much darting shit tonight. Oh, legit. And I feel like probably Taria knows that amount of stuff about darting because, like, this is. There's almost like a, there's a beauty in having it around the table where everybody can have their little conversations. And then there's also, at least for me, the beauty of having to, of getting to watch everybody actually have the conversations in real time. And so other people probably know that dark shit, but for Fiona and for me, that was like, oh my God, oh no. Buddy. I know, that's so good. I did everything in my power to not pay attention, so I didn't really follow what it was. <laughs> oh, you fucking realist player. Uh, I know. I can't wait till we get actually like back to a table where no one knows what the fuck's going on, and it's just debauchery and calamity. Forget about. <laughs> also, when I wrote that recap and realized that it was the sixteenth session. It yeah. sunk in like we've been playing for a while. Like, yeah, this is legit. Yep. This is more I sessions know. than yeah. we ever played. I think in both of our campaigns combined before. Probably, probably. I mean, it's it's you fucked up, work. but thank you, coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, as a DM, playing playing weekly is both a blessing and a curse. The blessing is you all, like, when given your own, like, space to just do whatever, are like, we're going to RP the shit out of this. And, like, all the stuff you thought we'd get through the session is not going to happen. And I'm remembering <laughs> that now at the end. Like, oh, right. I'm actually, like, and I think I'm one session out. It's actually three sessions worth of stuff that I've planned. And yet, uh, it's just not the same. I look forward to the moment when we can all be joined again in person. But this was super fun. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I have it recorded as of, I didn't get the Flint cast conversation, but as of like getting on the boat, I have the whole thing recorded. So we'll start like a YouTube channel where you can watch the sessions when you're bored because Critical Role is not putting anything new out. So Yeah. <laughs> If you're a mega nerd like me, I will need to watch it before I can remember what happened. I want so many more. Like, uh, I, I kind of want us to run a one-shot that is just Tarian and the rest of us are just watching because there's so much more I want to know. <laughs> like, Flint shows her his cool spell, so she throws fire in his face. Like, I want to <laughs> dig into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, bro. Oh my god. She's the actual curmudgeon yeah. of the group, but Part she's of, like tricking us all with her external appearance. With her cute, cute. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many. Like, I, Rogar is the curmudgeon of the group. Like. Out of a group of curmudgeons, Rogar is the MVP. I need to go find him. <sighs> so much to do. Oh, why does Shipley Duty take you downstairs? Uh, 
and now so so much to still say. Me and the horse are getting along. Um, I have to say, chilling. I actually might have you make some rolls to like develop a relationship. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Of all the ambiance the music we've had, this has been the best. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tabletop audio, baby. I'm annoyed yeah. to just troll you, but like an hour and a half before the session started, I tried to load Jack Sparrow by Hans fucking Zimmer into Roll Twenty. <laughs> So, so you made that comment earlier, and when I was walking the dog, I just turned on that that soundtrack and started listening. And it's good, but it's all just so like heavy and dark, and I don't know. I just think no, the the Hans Zimmer. You don't like the second one as much. I I just think the first soundtrack is. Just classic. I got it. It depends on. I gotta agree. On our walk, and Kirsten knows. Like we were on, Lindsay and I were walking the dog, and we were looking at the first one. I was like, I expect a movie score to have like the action scenes and the romance scenes and the and it, and it's just like. Yeah, you just hate that fucking score because you had to play trumpet to it in dance. Like, come on. Maybe I should admit that that is part of my in high school. No, every but, fucking year we had to play that music for every goddamn yes, concert. Yes, so yes, yes. <laughs> but I will, I will agree with John that the medallion calls is maybe my favorite, like that story developing score. Like with the intro scene with the umbrella and the whole fucking thing is like still one of my favorite. Fucking movies of all five. So build up is like when she's like going through all the ghosts, like the like this all the pirates are ghosts, and like it's very bad CGI, and they're like scrubbing the decks and it's like, oh, 2004. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. she gets like, she gets like thrown gets, up like, like a thousand feet It feels like a scene that was made for a 3D movie to just like highlight, look, we can do 3D because she's like yeah. in your face. But they didn't even have yeah. 3D. It was no. just CGI. They were like, look what we can do with computers. Yeah. I my favorite scenes of that movie are still the ones that refer back to the to the actual ride when they're like trying to bait the dog through the cage. Ah, and when like the women are running around being chased by the men. That resonates with me. Uh, yes. Growing up in Alabama yes. and having never been to either Disney, I didn't ride that ride until I had seen the movie like fifteen times. Seriously? And then I was like, oh, this is what they were referencing. <laughs> Dude. For you, the ride was okay. the movie. <laughs> really? Dude. When I, oh, my God. So I grew up maybe like a half hour from Disneyland. Disney, yeah. So we would just go and we would dress up as pirates and like have fights outside the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Like that was my childhood fucking growing up. So like 
I can still smell that fucking Pirates of the Caribbean water smell. Like, oh, like, so like every time I watch that movie, I just like smell that stupid ride. Yeah. And I hear that skull talking and like the whole fucking thing. Oh, so good. Kirsten, so before, fucking good. Before I met Rosa, I had been to Disneyland zero times. After meeting oh, Rosa, no. I think I've been to Disneyland like six times, seven times? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good. So good. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought like like three more hours. I have so much more I want to do. Holy shit. Ben, who's on deck for a recap this time? I think that we've got those I mean, if you want to be talking to a horse, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would love three pages of just your conversation with the horse. Maybe one of us. If you choose to write it, Robert, then it will be a minimum word count that you'll have to meet of just you and the horse. On an axe, add some stuff on the axe, talk to a horse. <laughs> the end. I, I would actually love Darton's perspective. Like, Given yeah, that he was like, sure. had his full pirate swagger back on. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Yeah. You are on. Uh, no, we and I know you're working stupidly crazy hours with your temp job, so let me know if you want help. So, are you guys doing the quarantine axe throwing league that I saw post earlier today? <laughs> <laughs> That's so, uh, it's so awesome. Oh my god. That's a super legit. I think they're muted. So badass. Well, don't you, didn't you do like a big, like a big, a big whatever, like a big axe one today? I do a uh, big axe and normal, so I still use my double bit. I got a new double bit now for big axe. Is that, is yeah. that part of the quarantine league? The big axe? Yeah. Nice. We actually hung up. Oh. oh no! <laughs> we were yeah. just talking about the quarantine league. Oh my god! So, and we're going eight of the next nine days. Oh, that's fun. but all the overtime is at. Uh, double time. Hey. So, oh, well, in that case, take as much as you need. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's so Hell yeah. You can buy. <laughs> Four rooms for friends. Are you guys still set to close yeah, your house on the... Fun. Yeah, are you still set to close on the 27th? No, on Monday. Like the 20th. Oh, shit. That's You're exciting. on Monday. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to get it pushed back, but everything is so crazy. They were like, if we wait any longer, the banks might actually like not approve your loan. Um, oh shit! Because like it's already approved, but they yeah. may not like release the funds. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, like banks are struggling right now, so. Yeah. So like, Kristen. Kirsten, do you want to do you want to do you want to have your truck available to help us? Move? Hell yes! Well, yeah. Uh, like, you and me moving, he's working on Saturday. But if you want to have like 
girl party time with rum and new house. New house. Yes. Yes. Dude, yes. I am so okay, thunderbird. Let's just compare Kirsten's reaction to being asked. I'm <laughs> <laughs> what a better person. I, Kirsten I was like, yeah. We're just as a joke, I was like, does anyone have like forty thousand dollars just sitting around they could lend us? And uh, and then we started talking about actually moving, and Adam was like, yeah, I'd rather pay the forty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it, but I'd rather pay it. <laughs> This Saturday or next? You're talking about next Saturday, right? The 25th. The 25th. Yeah. yeah. In all seriousness, for that exact rationale, if you need help, I would yes. love to have an excuse to yes. just be out and yes. about. Yes. So if you That's what use, I was saying. I, I don't have my calendar is free, so <laughs> let me know. Don't do that. I'm just have a party. Yeah. I'll yeah. Wear my let me know. I, and you know. What? I have not seen. Oh, good. I said the plan is to load up her truck and then unload it. You said you yeah. need Okay. Yeah. You guys, how big is your apartment now? Yeah. It's a one, but it's like 900 square feet. Oh, we really don't have that much stuff. We could do it in a day. Pretty easy. Yeah. Back of my truck. Like, yeah. Uh, or That's awesome. The barrel. Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> you live on a pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I am bringing rum. I am wearing a pirate patch. I'll wear my hat, and we will move your fucking house on Saturday. I am there for that shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait. Wait. I wait. Will... Hang on. Hang on. We 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 all come and we move in character. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Bob. Yeah, yeah, he's Bob for sure. He just looked in the I just go because it's just worth it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, I have nothing going on. So for real, like I'm so there to help you guys out and uh I'll just clean out all the shit out of the back of my truck. We'll do it. I could use the Oh man, that's so exciting, though, dude. So you close on Monday, and you're gonna start moving in on that Saturday. Yeah. So. Oh god. No good. I was gonna say I just need to make sure I get all like the utilities hooked up, internet, all that stuff, because I got to be able to work. That next. Yeah. So I figured rather than deal with any headaches, you know, trying to move way too soon, we'll just do it on a Saturday and not be working. We, I mean, we can move in starting that week, but just for 
sanity. Make it smooth and easy. Yeah, I'm totally. And then provider now. Getting it scheduled. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say yeah. we we moved over like the July fourth weekend and Comcast was like, Oh yeah, on July first, you're in and up, we ready in the new house. And then on July tenth, I was like, I work from home and the internet is still not working. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I had to like go back <laughs> to the apartment in Cap Hill so that we yeah. oh, no. just to work and then drive back to our house in Nevada. Like what like you're like a week late, Comcast. Yeah. You will be, you guys will be the first human beings I will have seen, like other than like going to the grocery store maybe once in like yeah. three weeks, so. Those aren't human yeah. people at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. So and then and then we'll, we will start planning our epic arrival at your house in full costume once you are moved in. <laughs> um, um, speaking of, of people at the grocery store, last week I asked Rosa to go get me some like medicine one morning and because her work schedule is insane. And so she's like, okay, I'll go right at 7 a.m. So she goes to our Safeway at 7 a.m. And she realizes when she's there that the only other people there are old people. And it's because seven to nine are like senior hours. Oh, no. <laughs> and she also didn't bring a face covering of any sort. And everyone else had one on. And... She's Asian. She said they were giving oh, no. her the like most evil stares oh, the entire time. Oh my she was god. There. <laughs> I just needed a bread and just like rocked out. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, if they if they knew if they knew Rosa, they would know that she is actually an honorary old woman. She goes to yeah. bed. Like, no, no, she's yeah. like internally, she's like an eighty-year-old white man. But <laughs> I know this to be true, dude. Like she her goes to bed at like ego eight. Is Ross. Yes. She smokes cigars yes. and she drinks scotch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is why I love her so much. Yes. Last time I went to the grocery store, wasn't wearing a mask, and every time I'd wait for somebody to put something from the shelf into their car, I'd be like, yeah, high five. And they'd just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Oh, my God. One of my coworkers would freak out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I'm ready to get out of this office. I've been spending way too much fucking time in here. So, oh my god, if I can help lift heavy things and barrels and clean out your closet of death, I'm there. It's all clean. I actually spent whatever weekend that was. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I spent Sunday cleaning it out. I move heavy stuff. I don't really clean. <laughs> 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 did I did I hear y'all reference needing to like furnish four rooms? Yeah. Yeah. L take your time. We we like came into this house and <laughs> half of it was empty. We have an entire room that's just closed door. No one goes into. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, my <laughs> house. Like the one room is just exercise equipment, 
and then bedroom and then you've got like a spare bed and mattress so it'll be guest room and then we're like whatever it's fine yeah, I, had a, yeah. I had a whole room in my first house that was nothing but i just store shit in there when i moved out of it i'm like oh crap we have a room like that that no one goes into you just keep it closed and just forget yeah, it exists <laughs> yeah speaking of houses i don't know if you if the rest of you have noticed but rosa has taken on painting the walls so this yeah. is our dining area where it we play so I no! Wait, you painted the dining area uh, yeah. Rosa painted the dining area. I So so I, I used to like actually paint. Like in college I painted houses and my dad painted and I worked construction and so like I know how much of a pain in the ass this is. And so I have committed to her I will help her as she needs. But this is her project, and go for it. And she's doing a great job. It looks really That's really, really, awesome. Really I'm so excited to see eventually. And I'm sure it will make, you know, the, the lights and the LED lights even even better. There you go. Oh, they, they do look great on uh, here, you know. We got them. Yes, yes. <laughs> And hey, based based on the governor's guidance yesterday, if I had to guess, my guess is mid-May, early, early May, mid-May, we'll like get the stay-at-home released. Normal <laughs> operations are like a year away. But <laughs> under playing, 10 people. I think playing yeah, under 10 may only be like a month away. Yeah. I, no, I mean share yeah. your optimism. Yep. I mean if if they don't extend the statewide one, because the statewide one's basically like less than two weeks away. But yeah. then there's the individual so cities and stuff. Yeah. I I, yep. I think they yep. will I mean I've been monitoring this shit like crazy because it impacts all of yep. our work. If John texts me one more time yeah. about all his fucking COVID data, he's out of the party. Flint, you'll never see Flint again. <laughs> I see one more fucking graph. Yeah. I know, I thought I'd be so I never yeah. thought I'd be so happy to see a graph just go like, Neek! like the I day I saw that, I was like, thank God. Unfortunately, most of you are engaged in businesses that require more than like 10 people in a space together. So who knows yep. when that will come back. Yep. I mean, Adam's, Adam's the worst. Sorry, buddy. Like, yeah, no, dude, I can't even, I mean, well, I, I can't even talk about it. Like I was thinking about you the other day, Adam, cause I was like, cause we're kind of in a similar boat where we have lots of people and I know Ben and, um, you know, Tobias are in the same boat too. Like, like what the fuck? But you know, I mean, just kind of have to like cross our fingers and hope. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Knock on wood. But but the good news is one of the first things to come back will be playing D and D yes. in person. Gathering so. yes. under ten people. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. Y'all will probably be the first human beings I will have seen other than my husband in like probably three weeks, four weeks at this point. Like, oh, yeah. it's, like that's probably what's going to happen. Oh, uh, God. But it's all good. It's all good. We'll, we'll all figure it out eventually. Do you, are you still going into work right now? Yeah, we're not allowed to work from home anymore. The government told us no. Because I work for the government, they said no. Jesus Christ. Well, Crazy. <laughs> we're all we going through this shit. in very different ways. That's why we have to do this. Yeah, I was just going to say, oh my gosh. So. Working here. That's crazy. So you're still like going in the office and checking in and doing the whole thing? Every other week, yeah. Now, uh, okay. As, as a counterpoint to bias, are you just at home living your best life? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> rotating through them. I've been going to bed at 3 a.m., sleeping till noon, playing video games all goddamn day. Yeah. Wednesdays, I go to Joe's. I throw the Quarantine Act League. That's it. Nice. There you go. There you go. I think there's a lot of beer. Uh, I, I'm still working a full-time job, and I find it hard not to have, like, 50 beers a week. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I was doing that before this. I... I was real tempted to open a beer at noon today. I managed to stay strong. But I did come down yesterday, and Rosa's got a glass of wine on her call at, like, 3 o'clock. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 3 o'clock is my new – that is my new, like – It's, kind of it's slowly eroding. Like, Can I go? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they yeah. were having a call yesterday that was – she knew it was a budget call. And then oh, she learned God. on the call that it meant – they have to plan next year with 20% less budget and therefore 20% less staff. So I can understand why she was having wine at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, we have yep. we call whiskey at our desk, so we drink that sometime during the day. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. The, I was, I was yeah, hearing, I know. Uh, actually, I mean, this, this is our nerd hangout and this, some of you will appreciate. So uh, not just as Critical Role have Critical Role, it has all this other shit that they do. Uh, I was listening to a YouTube video of two of the guys from Critical Role, Sam and Liam, talking about the COVID situation. And they made the comment of, it is such a unique point in time because literally everyone on the planet is going through the same thing at the same time, but no one can be together physically going and that yeah. is just like such a bizarre point in history we, to be experiencing like we um i mean not to like bring it down but on uh well it was thursday of last week because it was the day it was the day we played we found out that we had to lay off like a bunch of our staff and yesterday was all the last days and we were all just sitting on the zoom together like how do we want to hug you like i want to have a drink with yeah. you What do we what yeah. do, we do? Like it, 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 it is it is to me. Like this isn't just something that our state or our country is going through. Like this is 
everyone. Like, yeah. even Australia is going through it. And to think about, yeah. like, the massive shutdown of everywhere is, like, that's insane. The, the like, crazy thing is Colorado is, like, starting to hit a plateau. Globally, like, no one has hit that plateau. Like, yeah. I, the countries that are, like, over the hump is, like, South Korea and Iran. And that's, like, mm -hmm. everybody else is still going up. Yep. And so the crazy thing is, like, we will get to a point where we're past it and we're, like, back to normal. And there's going to be countries that are, so like, nowhere close to that. Yeah. Well, and that's going to help spread it more. It's almost like this is such a pandemic that, like, <laughs> we all... Uh, a calamity, perhaps? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're getting to the point where we all just, like, pretty much have to get it and either survive it or not. Like, that's kind of where we are in terms of, because the more people that are on, like, the other end of the smaller countries that weren't super exposed up front, like, the United States got it a month right. after China got it. Um, you know, South America got it a couple weeks after America got it. Yeah. So, like, all of those countries who are going to start locking down and then be reintroduced, then it's just going to have, like, the second wave. So, um, so which is crazy. The, the gov like, Governor Polis's press conference yesterday, to me, actually was, like, a pretty huge deal because no leaders have really acknowledged yet, like this is going for the long term last fucking ever yeah yeah and he was the first one that i have heard say we're go we're, we're almost past the worst part and we'll start relaxing but relaxing is not going to go back to normal and we are going to be in some sort of social distancing until we have a cure a vaccine or it goes long enough that we have herd immunity and that could be anywhere yeah. between like three to ten months from now and scientists have been saying that, but I haven't heard a government leader like actually acknowledge that. And he was the first one at any level that I've actually heard, which for our work, the big thing that I've been looking for is we work for school districts and we're trying to like do all these plans with them. And every conversation I've been in has been like, what are you planning for for the fall? And every single school district yeah. has said, we're planning for next month, we have no idea for the fall yeah mm. and i'm really thinking like i they've all said we look to the governor and so him saying that means that now they'll have to be like oh shit we have to plan for a fall where it's like this so yeah. i'm i'm hoping that this is like a sign and and the the mayor of los angeles said something similar mm -hmm. that people are actually admitting publicly like we're gonna the really crazy shit we're going through now is going to ease, but the normal we're going to go back to is going to still be crazy for a while. Yeah. On that note, I have to pee and go to bed. Perfect <laughs> 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 Yeah. Uh, um, amazing.
do and then ah, well, no only Flint saw ship and then boomed his voice around so good so excited we're going to open with Fiona saying something and we don't I don't know yeah. oh so many things oh, <laughs> oh y'all this is such a joy Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was thinking about it. I know you got to pee last thing. Like, it was just, like, thinking about, like, how weird it was that, like, we all just kind of randomly got together and then this just became, like, a thing. And then, like, how thankful I am for y'all and, like, the ability to, like, do this. And then, like, it's just, it's just such a surreal thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just been an absolute pleasure. You know, it's just been awesome. Yeah. Y'all are literally the only people in Denver that I know outside of Adam and the people I work with. So. <laughs> well, my we'll keep y'all. My favorite thing of all of this is that I, um, I've set this meeting up to start recording when it starts. But then that glitched out this time. So I didn't get it until like maybe 20 minutes into the session. It's definitely captured all of this. So when I put it up on, you know, up an unlisted YouTube video, you'll be able to reflect back on six months from now. You'll be able to watch our coronavirus tape. <laughs> this is how my OneDrive file got to be so dramatically ridiculous it's because all of our previous campaign jobs yes. are also sitting on my OneDrive. Don't do that. Y'all. <laughs> I actually like this. This is legit. I love you all. Bye. Love you guys too. Bye. Bye.